0: Rather than listen to me bore your ears off for the next 30 minutes, we've got an interview panel coming up. So, I'm going to ask Miss Erica, Mr. Webb, Mr. John Webb, and Pastor Steve to make their way up. I'm going to interview these guys this morning, and that's going to be our message time today.
1: So, give them a hand as they come up, guys. Woo!
0: guess Jamie does. Who likes testimonies? Yeah, cool. Of well, course, testimonies are, they show us that God is still moving in our lives, even today, don't they? So, uh, we've got a few testimonies here. And um, I think the best thing to do would probably I'm going to go person by person, but if you can just share the testimony that you have, and um, then I'll ask some questions, if the that's okay. Cool. But before that, let's pray. Yeah. I pray that God will minister through this time. Thank Lord, thank you so much. Lord, that we get to speak of your goodness in our lives. And Lord, that you still move. Holy Spirit, you're always working. Thank you're you. always moving. You're always doing something. You're never still. Lord, you're always pressing forward for the kingdom. So right now, we just want to give you praise. Lord, we pray that these testimonies, would bless all those ears that hear. And Lord, that they will even see. Lord, uh, encourage us to rise up and share testimonies with those who are here in this world. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. So Erica. Is this, is this on? Yes. Hello. Yes. Oh my god. Okay. Hello. Money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, am I supposed to start? Like I okay. um, so I think this happened um, like the peak of the lockdown around the first week of May. Um basically so I forgot. But yeah, so um, every now and then we would post I would post um, like images or verses or um, quotes on my Instagram story or my Facebook stories. Um, whenever I see something, I would share it. But this one particular day, I just thought, uh, I just want to remind my friends, especially overseas, like I have a lot of Catholic And I just wanted to post something, you know, just to remind them to read the Bible. And so I Googled, I Googled reminder to, you know, to read the Bible quote. And so a lot of images came up, and there was this one image that I particularly liked, and so I shared it. And so yeah, about two minutes, not even two minutes, I think I've that um, There was this one. Oh my god, I'm so nervous, I'm sorry. Why, <laughs> I'm just so nervous. Yeah, so um, um, my uh, friend who's a new mom, I think she, at that point she had a six-week-old baby, and so, she replied to me and said, "Oh, like this is really a timely reminder for me. Like, I really needed this. Like, thank you for sharing it." And I said, "Why? What's up? Like, what's happening? What's happening?" And she said, "Um, so she started sharing. And she said, oh, only a few, a few days ago, for like oh <laughs> <laughs> give her a hand, guys. Give her a hand. She's doing well. She's doing well. and then she said that. Um, she said that. Um, I would only. Go, she she almost committed suicide and she said um, she had all the material she needed like she knew what she was gonna do she knew which part of the house she was gonna do it like she had everything set up and so um, that night she was gonna do it she just stopped and paused and she said what's gonna happen to my daughter she's almost face and my, my, my husband and so she didn't do it, the next morning she, she told her, her son, husband about it, and then, um, so her husband called me on blue. And so that day, her husband forced her to go to the GP, and you know how that, that helped she she did. Um, so yeah, everything was sorted, she didn't go care about it, but then she felt like something was so missing. like there was still something easy. Um, and so she she as she said, I really really needed this reminder, you know, to to sort of remind me what was missing in our lives. And and I think, and then so she continued on and saying, but I've never really opened the Bible. She said, in my 34 years, I've never really opened. Oh, like there's a Bible in the house, but she's never really browsed it, you know, like. And then so I said, if you're uncomfortable, if you're comfortable about opening or reading the Bible, maybe you can just start by praying i said and she she said oh i never really thought of that cause, um we're always used to praying hail mary's and for the rosary and she said it's it's not how they pray they'll just go to church and you know, saying mr credit things she's not used to having that conversation with god and i said just you know if you feel stressed if you feel stressed if your baby's having a colic episode just pray about it you know just even if you're just feeding, you know, just pray if you're stressed about not having the chores done or your husband or financial stress. And even isolation, I said, just pray. Just If you're doing something, if you don't have that time or that two minutes when you're doing something, just close your eyes and pray. And she said, yeah, I didn't really think about it that way. And so, yeah, that was, she said, that was really good. Because if, if I didn't post that, she said, there wouldn't, there wouldn't be anyone else who would remind her. Yeah, So yeah, that was really so uplifting. Yeah, that's really awesome. Awesome.
0: That's a good testimony. <laughs> so now we've got a few questions for you. I get nervous now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I sent her the questions. She just told me she didn't read them. So that's your fault. She.
1: He. you sent it to me at like eleven. It
0: was sent. Anyway,
1: guys. Here we go.
0: Uh, Was it exciting to see people's lives actually impacted by a simple post on social media?
1: Um, Yeah, definitely, for sure. I feel like um, you don't know when when God is going to use you. And when He does, it it just feels exciting and it feels special and it feels like you're serving your purpose here. Yeah. 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 It's exciting. (laughs) Facebook and Instagram. Yes, you can there, smell yeah. things. Alright,
0: um, has this encouraged you to continue posting reminders and messages of hope?
1: Yeah, um, for sure. Um, so ever since that happened, I've kept, we're, we're, like, I keep in touch with her, but I've selected, um, I think there's five or six of them, um, new moms who are non-believers. And whenever I do my devotions about motherhood and I see something simple and relatable, I would send it to them, not complicated ones, you know, just simple, small things. And at first I would just get thumbs up, you know, reactions, thumbs up or heart, yeah. or caring, you know, like small things. But then recently they've started asking like, where do you get your from? Or, like, is this, you know, is this an app, or is this a phone? Like, and like, where do you get this? And you know, you can yes. say, oh, I just started saying, just sharing the app, yeah. the links. Awesome. Oh, I just want to remind you like, church is happening during restrictions, okay? Yeah, this was like when yeah. no one else would, even like no one would come out. Amen.
0: Would. Amen. So good. So good. Um, did you ever think that someone's life might actually be saved because of something that's posted online?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I really felt like that day, it wasn't me. It was definitely the Holy Spirit that like, yeah. urged me to Google to Google <laughs> that, that image and post it. Or oh, I, I felt like it was God um, using it as an instrument to, you know, um, tap, like, um, talk to her daughter and say, you know, I'm here, and I'm real, and you know, I'm real, and I'm here, and you can just talk to me. Yeah, felt like that. I was yeah. so, so yeah. yeah, I mean, good? Go, go. these questions. <laughs> 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 oh, no. <laughs>
0: So does it say to you that even in, the midst of, uh, even in the midst of these times of restrictions that God is still using you in ministry? Does it doesn't feel like that? Oh yeah, a hundred
1: percent. I think um, um, being a mom who's trying her best to raise her kids in Christ. I think even just sharing even small bits and pieces of that into other moms who are, non, who are non-believers. I think that's a ministry in itself, like mm-hmm. just even like planting a seed or small, small stuff, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Well, <laughs> give her another round of applause, guys. Uh, we to talk
0: about, uh, Mr. John, Mr. John. Look, yeah, you Just can... oh, sit there, but just look pretty. <laughs> do that easily. Here's another pretty man. Oh Looking good, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> uh so, Mr. Webb, I'm just going
2: to ask you to share the testimony that you you'd already shared with the you guys. the guys know. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, my testimony is about how I got to Griffith and what God did uh, after I got here. So it was um, a bit of a roller coaster, and there was a lot of trusting in God. Like, uh, so last year, I didn't find out until late uh, November, early December, that I didn't have a job at my current workplace. And I just had to go, all right, God, well, you've got this. I don't know what the future's going to look like, but I know that you're you're here. You're going to do something. And um, for those of you who don't know, I was living in Goulburn at the time, and um, I was was doing Bible study with my friends, the Sharps, and um, they were saying to me, you know, we're moving to Griffith. We're going up there, and I was like, "Okay, cool, God." So, um, you know, I'm losing my support network, and um, but you know what, God, you're bigger than this. You're you way bigger than this. So, um, it was so funny because Cat actually said, "Why don't you come up with us and uh, do life with us up I in mean, Griffith?" I'm like, oh. and my heart went, "Ooh, that, that sounds amazing." <laughs> um, and then I was like, God, if it's your will, just let me know. Like, open the doors, close the doors, give me the signs. And, you know, um, I, it's so funny because I pick out like three songs that I want with God. I'm like, if you want me to stay here, I'll hear this next. <laughs> and, yeah, God is bigger than me. Thank you. Thank you, God. Because um, that would have been so confusing. I listen to too much worship for <laughs> so that to be effective. But God did show me. Yeah. And He showed me um, in a way that I. You know it was bigger than what i had thought um so i was at my work christmas party which was at the end of the year and i had about a week left of school and god was so good because i was sitting at my christmas party and i think i got a phone call from sharpie say have you got something lined up for next year and i said nope and He's like, well, um, the principal at Griffith is um, is he's looking for someone. And so you give him a call and he'd, yeah, he's pretty much hired you in his mind. Yeah. Um so there was a bit of a process to go through. It wasn't like I yeah. automatically got the job, but yeah, God given me the job. So yeah, um, but the thing is I had interviewed for or I was interviewing for another position up in Liverpool. So there was a real crossroads there because I had a choice to make between um, going to Liverpool and going to Griffith. And I'm like, well, God, you're clearly moving me on, but I don't know where you want me. Um, should have been obvious, you know, but it wasn't to me. Um, so I just was praying, God, let your will be done. Um, and that line from one of the worship songs, your will above all else, my purpose remains. And that was just my prayer the whole time. God. It, it's your will and i know you know what fills my heart with joy it's griffith and but it, lord it has to be your decision so if i get this job in liverpool i'll know yeah. that it's you and this was after, just after christmas so this is 28th and i was on holidays up in Yamba, which is up on the coast with my parents and. Um, I got an email saying I didn't get the job, and I was so happy because I just, (laughs) I was just like, oh God, I know. And it was just a peace and a joy in my heart, um, just knowing that God was in this. And so, yeah, it's been an amazing journey because I had six days to pack. So six days to pack, and I arrived here on the 21st, well, technically the 22nd at 1am, and then I had to start work at, so, I had to be here by 8, so, but I had to be up at like 6.30, 7 to unload the trailer that I had put all my stuff up into, so, um, and it was so funny because there was a bit of a mix-up of one so I only had a week to stay there instead of the time that I thought, I'm like, oh, thank you, God, <laughs> and, um, but then, um, I was able to move in with Tim and Gia, and that was a blessing in itself because, because um, it's such a funny thing, since I've just really made a commitment to God, um, I haven't had to really put my feelings out and go, oh, I'd love to go in that, can I join this? God just opens the doors and just, it, you know, um, worship is something I'm really passionate about, and I haven't really had to ask anyone to join a worship ministry. They're the ones that have asked me, and... So one of my two passions are young adults and and worship. And so I get to Tim and Gia's place and he's like, awesome, we've got young adults on, on Wednesday nights. Maybe you'd like to sing some worship songs. And I'm like, this is so God. This is so good God. Like, and then, you know, God just works so well there. Um, and then when I was ready to move out of that, that place and find my own space, um, David... The, the man who hired me, David Fox, the man who hired me, has just gone. How are you going with your house something? I'm like, ah, oh, you know, it's it's all right. He's like, what are you looking at? And I told him the figure, and he said, well, I have a place, and we worked out a deal. And now I've I've moved into this place, yeah, awesome. and and it's been amazing because God's hand has been the whole yeah. time, um, and I'm, I'm I'm moved in now and. Back in Goulburn, I had this really awesome ministry where I would um, cook for people. Mm. And that's my hospitality is a real gift that God has has been using. And I I love cooking for people, I love having people around. One of my prayers when I got into my new house was, God, I want this place to be a place where people are welcome and where it's it's just people feel like they're at home here. Um, And God has been using that, it's been amazing. And I've been I'm at the point now where God is, um, like He's brought me into a place where I'm having a Bible study at my place, yeah. and I'm cooking for people, and I'm just blessing people, um, and I'm able to just, you know, have that atmosphere where we can just do life together, so, which is so amazing, and um, God, you know, I, I don't know what's next, I don't know what's next, but I know that God's better than more. Oh awesome. awesome. it was amazing. Awesome. It was amazing, man. Yeah. So,
0: good. So, good. Yeah. so my first question that I got for you is having only moved here within the last year,
2: um, what's it been what's it been like joining a the new community? Um, it is challenging. Yeah. Um, it's so funny because I I was the first time I got here, I was like I'm nervous, very nervous, because um, I, like I came from a place. Uh, the last church that I was at, there was a lot of hurt there. Um, I dealt hurt that I, I tried to deal with, and I said to God, you know, we got it. But there's always that in the back of your mind when you come into a new place, and you're like, man, I don't know if I'm gonna have, you know, what's gonna be like here. And then I was worried. About um, worried about you know have I got all my stuff like am I have I got enough? And it was so funny um, and and just fitting in. Um, and then I went around to the King's house and it was it was amazing because they were like welcome to our home and that was just like oh, this is so good like I feel at like home in someone's place like I feel like I have a family and it only took me three weeks before I felt. Really at home here. Yeah. I've never felt settled in a church like I did when I got to this awesome. one, which was just yeah, yeah. again, just God. Um, and so on. Christmas. I forgot. <laughs> 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 no, no, that was just that was it. That was a like joining. The- oh yeah. So um, yeah, it was really amazing. And then you know we we'll praying, and I got this prophecy over me that everything you need. Yeah, and I just was like and then everything just started falling into the place. I started coming home from gigs, so played in Wagga. Um, and then um, I came, I was coming back and I just thought, oh it's good to be home. And I thought, oh wow, this is my home. Yeah. Like,
0: so and, yeah, and God was just yeah, yeah. good work, but, Awesome, yeah. awesome. So having moved down my long, so just a Start of the year.
2: So start of the year. So twenty second of January is yeah. when I moved to. Griffith. Awesome. Griffith!
0: Joining yeah. a new community, joining a new church. Yeah. Then entering into restrictions, and having not even during restrictions, but coming into restrictions, and then being able to join, join the join the music team, and being able to be worship leading with the school. Would you say that your faith that would have has increased or has it back then huh. since coming to Griffith? Since since, the restrictions
2: Since restrictions. It has been so funny. I was listening at Eric. Yeah, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> <Sure. laughs> I no uh, but no, um yeah, it's it's been so funny because social media has been a massive part of it. Yeah. It's um it's been awesome in <laughs> church in my in my home, which has been just such a blessing from God
1: and it, Yeah,
2: yeah. I think it was just before restrictions you'd asked me to
1: to get to sleep because I was going to be up fairly
2: early this morning, um, so I wanted to get you know get in early. And then I get all the messages on Facebook, but it was just someone um, in Goldman who then really hadn't had much to do with asking for prayer. Like you know, someone's been abusive towards me, and I was really able to just speak the word of God. And if anything, being able to reach people has you know we're restricted with the access we have to people, but uh, being able to reach more people yeah. in God, like to encourage people and and share the word of God. And one of my old friends, um, she lives in Canberra. She's not a Christian, but she's now listening to Christian podcasts yeah. from America, yeah. and it's just like.
1: God, you are
2: way beyond anything I can do. Like, it awesome. has to be God. Yeah, so, yeah, being able to reach people and message people and just give people hope and yeah. just show people the love of God and, you know, have all these people tuning in to watch watch the word being preached. It's yeah. been just amazing. God has blown
1: my mind. So awesome. give him
0: a hand, guys. Give
1: I'll Amen. Man. All
0: right. Cool. So, um, definitely, also, it seems like just from the two that we were that restrictions haven't really held anything back. The kingdom is moving forward. Yeah, there's still opportunity, and there's still different ways, and we just—it just depends on how creative we are. I mean, God's made us creative people, and He's given us opportunity just about everywhere today to be able to share the word. Amen. So, on the year, Pastor Steve. Just something that you wanted to say before I pitch with some questions? No, he, didn't he just wants questions. Go straight up. Um, out of time. Yeah, cool. <laughs> uh, Steve, how's God been speaking to you during these times of restrictions? It's broad, but yeah. You
3: That's a very broad question. And I'll organise my thoughts the best I can for everybody. Um, who's actually struggled a little bit with with that sense of where's the direction, what's happening, what's happening around, what, what's God doing? It, have you sort of, it's okay to raise your hands, there's no embarrassment in that, you know. Um, but that's no different for any person in this room, I believe, it's been. Uh, there's been some difficulties having to navigate what the world is doing. So for me, what uh, what I really had implemented right before the, uh, the the pandemic declaration by the government, uh, which was, remember, you might remember it was early. The Australian government called it a pandemic very early and started bringing restrictions in quite early in the year. And uh, before that, we'd had uh, Brett Lindner down. Does everyone remember Pastor Brett it was down and his wife, Scotty? Yeah, we'd had them down. And uh, I'd been praying to God and talking to God and saying, God, there's something that, that I want to be able to add to my life in a sense that, that's going to help develop this whole area around how are you speaking to me to make uh, leading myself, leading my family and also leading the church a much much more grace-filled time. And there was this, through a conversation and then Pastor Brett was able to share that with some of our leaders, uh, there was a challenge that came by by Brett that said uh, we should be spending time praying in tongues every day. Now that wasn't a revelation. I I had moments in my life where I've been doing that, but this what what seemed to click at the start of the year was uh, I started to wake up early, and the Lord started to talk to me in that time. And then I'm a everyone knows I move around when I start to pray or think or, or talk, and which is why I'm sitting today. And down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And so so I added to that, I'd get up early in the morning and I would go for a walk, about a 25 minute walk and I would spend time with the Lord and just start praying in tongues. Now, I didn't make that a law or I didn't make it a habit. I just made it five or six days a week I'm going to make sure I wake in those early hours and spend time with the Lord, worship Him and I'm going to pray in tongues. And uh, for me, that has been very, very pivotal throughout this time. Uh, when, when, when we feel, when I feel, and, and, and I'm as human as everyone else, so when I felt like pressure was coming on, when I felt like I had to do all sorts of things, when I felt like uh, I wasn't going to have enough time to get everything done or be able to communicate the best way, or, or we had a need that needed to be met, that, that needed to be extended beyond just just the staff and the team. There was just a confidence in a grace that came from God. Like I'd never actually encountered before. There was uh, God says to, to Paul that my grace is sufficient for you. We either believe that or we don't. You know, and, and I, I've always thought that i believe that, but at the end of the day it came to that point where it was on me. But that's not, I believe, how we're supposed to walk as Christians. we are supposed to be. A grace and a favour and, a, and an opportunity to step with the wisdom of God with the peace of God in this situation, even the joy of the Lord which is our strength that come from it and I've got to actually say that that one decision and it is a one time decision, say I'm going to get up spend time with the Lord, go for a walk and pray in tongues That that has been a very pivotal in this time direction around the church and there's so many things that are going on with You've heard the messages that we've been bringing over the online services. We were talking about bringing hope and sitting here, I don't know if you're actually picking up on it, the hope that comes through the testimony of Erica is amazing, that through a social media post, something as simple as her getting the courage to say, God use me, has helped guide a, a group of people that I would never be able to relate to, you know? So the way that, that Erica has been able to, To meet that need in those people's lives is is a grace of God. Talking about John, you know, from the school's perspective and the church's perspective and what's going on here, we were like, we need a staff member. We would really like that staff member to have certain qualifications, but we'd also, in this situation, in this position, we'd like this person to be a male. All of a sudden we get a phone call. And Mr. Fox is kind of jumping out of his hat, you know. There's, there's kind of like all of these things. I got the backside of that story. Does that, does that make sense? Like, I need to celebrate these stories as well as the, and, and what I've found in this time is that God is saying that He's got it. He's, he, He's got it. It doesn't matter when we put our faith and our trust in Him. He's, He's got it. And I think that for me, that whole sense of praying in other tongues. Um, spending that time worshipping God has been very pivotal in that. I'd like to read you a passage of scripture, is that okay? Pastor really allowed that. to do that? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it just sort of came to me during worship. Um 1 Thessalonians 5, verses let's go 16. It was rejoice always. who rejoices always
1: <laughs> but the Bible says so
3: to rejoice always it's the instruction and, and I found that through this time like I could be really bitter about not being open to church every Sunday but I just rejoiced at the fact that we were able to learn new things and come together and form it around doing something different and the message still got out yeah. uh, things weren't going right in particular areas of leadership but I just found that the Lord's joy came in, in those moments and it didn't burden me, it didn't pressure me. So this rejoice always. Verse 17, pray without ceasing. The, the, the result of spending that time in the morning with God has meant that that no matter what comes out through my day, I'm I'm in a position where I'm in communion with God all day. And I'm aware of that. And and and, and it's not it's not linked to I have to do this, it's not linked to works in any way, it's a sense of I get to do this. And now I'm aware of the presence of God with me more and more and more. And his wisdom just comes as a supernatural a provision. So pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. Who had a really crappy week? No, there you go, no, we've got yeah, one? Go Anyone else? There you go, we've got another one. We've got a bit of a so-so down the back. Like the reality is we, we live on earth and we can have times of, of trial. But but it says give thanks in all circumstances. Can you give thanks for what you've learned? Can you give thanks for the fact that the Holy Spirit, and that, which is the manifest presence of God, is with you in that circumstance to help you? And, and he says give thanks in all circumstances. And you get this, for this is the will of God. In Christ Jesus for you. Now, God might not have sent this pandemic, but it's the will of God how we Operate and work through that. And, yeah. and we can choose to listen to the news and run in fear, or we can choose to just press into the presence of God and let Him determine what's
0: going on. I hope that answers your question. That's good. That's good. So I've just got of being mindful of the time. I've got one more question for you. Sure. Cool. You get a lot of uh, testimonies firsthand, so a lot of people call you yeah, and they, they let you know things that have gone in their lives. Sometimes when you want to know, and sometimes when you don't. <laughs> but um, the last question I have is that uh, how have you seen the kingdom of God advancing during these times of restrictions?
3: Yeah, wow, good question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm of right? um, minutes. <laughs> <laughs> please, please repeat the question. Uh, how have you seen
0: the kingdom kingdom of God advancing during these times of restrictions? Well,
3: uh. I'm really excited. Um, personally, I feel that we're, we're entering a time where we're going to need to depend on God a lot more. Um, you know, when you read through the plagues of, of uh, Egypt, the first uh, half of the plagues, the Israelites went through. And, and they actually impacted them. And I think, but they still got through it. And God still delivered them. And they had to put up with the stench of rotting frogs. Because you remember, those frogs actually died. You know, they hadn't actually put up with the stench of rotting frogs, but it was okay. It wasn't too much for them. And, and so I'm, I'm like, wow. All right. So I'm really excited about the things. And, and what I'm seeing around me is I'm seeing more and more people starting to feel the same way. That they're not necessarily running in fear but they're stepping into it and, and just the stories today is is example of that that, that more and more people are, uh, are taking the opportunity to say i'm hearing what you're saying can i pray with you and that's not just in our church that's actually across the board the people are ringing up and checking in on people for me it's like really really exciting because in the first start of the pandemic we, we were doing our care packages and and the pastors were trying to ring everybody. And then within about a month and a half, we had a team of people that were just saying, I'd like to do that. I'd love to do that. And you were all getting phone calls from people that you probably never had a phone call from before. But that is huge. So, so what do I see God's doing? I think God's actually activating His church. And I think that's what He wants to do. He wants to activate His church right across the globe. You know, we're an army. We're a force. We have to start moving in such. And uh, not repeal from the challenges that are coming, whether it be from government or or social pressures or all those sorts of things. Like, and, and I see people are, are getting smarter. You know, they're not just re- responding with with emotion, and they're not just, but they're actually getting uh, getting educated and reading and getting read up. And then they're like, No, you know what? I'm really confident that God's got this all in hand.
1: Uh,
3: and each person that rings up or drops in. Just sense, even though they might be going through a struggle we're able to pray and that changes I had a conversation yesterday with a lady went to soccer and she started to talk to me about um, she needs some prayer and I'm, I've got some details to get out to her prayer chain to pray for her but you know she's healed from fibromyalgia wow. she's connected to our church she's healed of fibromyalgia she's now got a really serious condition that we are believing that we're going to see her healed more as well you know, it won't be long, when that family will be back fellowshiping in the church. This is what God's doing. This is really, really exciting, and every one of us gets to play a part in that. There's no bystanders, no no back play in the sense of all. It's everyone's in the game. There's no reserves. You're all in it, and for me, that's what's really exciting. Awesome, awesome. Thank you
0: so much, guys. Give our panel a round of hand. <laughs> you. You. Very, very common thing is that even. During the time where we've been closed down, the doors have been closed as a church, the church has still been able to move. we have still been able to, 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 to minister to our community, minister to our friends and families, even though they've shut down a meeting of sorts in, in our Sunday mornings. So that's, that's really been awesome. I've got one question, one last question for the three of you. Serious question. Who makes the best pizza in town? <laughs> I'm not going on camera for that one. <laughs> Come on guys, Pressure's
2: oh, up. I'll, I'll say it. Yeah. <laughs> <Or do you laughs> I'm not scared. Um, so I've tried two pizza places oh, that's cool. so far. <laughs> so only two so far. I'm willing to try more. Yeah. But so far my experience has been in Corsa. Because of course, the pizza from John.
3: Right, um, oh, to be honest, the uh, water fire at it, um, Romeo and Juliet Bellissima. Uh, yeah,
0: that's nice mm. yeah. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Goodbye, Edward. we <laughs> the uh, and Bellissima. You're all wrong, it's, it's Anyway <laughs> guys, let's <laughs> pray. We'll finish up for you. And uh, we'll finish up in the prayer, right? Eh? Let's pray. Lord we thank you, we thank you for testimony, the word of testimony that has the power to save. Lord we thank you so much that even during a time where doors are shut, Lord hearts are still open and your people are still moving. Lord we thank you so much that your spirit lives within us, Lord, and as we leave this place today, Father we pray that you would guide us and lead us, Lord that we still be able to minister, we we'll be still be able to minister, Lord, even though Things seem to be restricted, but Lord, nothing restricts you. Mm-hmm. So Lord, we take a hold of your word, Father, we, we stand upon it and move. we pray that our, yeah. Lord, as we as we go into our workplaces and then and we go, go into our social circles dear Father, that we would still get a sense that you are moving, Lord, and that you would use us. We, we make ourselves available to you today, Lord, we thank you. Be with all who are here today. Be with all who are watching with us online. Father, would you bless us? In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Awesome, guys. So, yeah, the, uh, the music team is going to come up, and they're going to they're going to praise. They're going to pray. They'll pray while they play, but they're going to play some music. Right now, we've uh, we've created we've put a space aside where we can socially distance mingle. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, we're going to give you some time and an opportunity in here. If you want to say hello to some friends, because it's been a while since we've all seen each other face to face. So, if you want to go around and say hello, uh, tap someone the elbow, you have that time now free. The guys will come up, and we're just going to play some music for you. So, be blessed, enjoy your Sunday, and uh, we'll see you again soon. Love you guys. Good job, Erica. <laughs>